You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast, episode 104. What's up, guys? How you doing, bro? How you doing? Guys? How's it going? What's happening? Dude, it's good to be back, man. I'll be I feel honest like... with you. I'll be honest with you. How you asking me how am I doing? It's been a little rough with the homeschooling thing going on, dude. Home. <laughs> LAUSD is uh, switching over from Zoom over to like this Google Classroom thing. Yeah, Google Meets. And mm. the steps that my kids had to follow in order to log on was crazy enough but then to do their assignments and then f- click this and then bring this over create this and then click that and then click this and then you get your own thing to click and put in it's like dude they're in fourth grade <laughs> they're in fourth oh, okay. grade man i wasn't doing anything like that until i was you know it's uh, interesting 30, because i feel like 30 something years old <sighs> yeah I you feel know, like you most... know my teacher yeah yeah go ahead go ahead james no, I feel like most of the, the, the parents probably with kids like uh, your age are probably like, you know, just a little bit older than me. Maybe they were like more computer, uh, in, you know, friendly. No, no, no we, got, you don't uh, think so? we got parents your age at our school as well. No, and, oh, no, yeah, no. but I mean, at the end of the day, they're, there's they're, very smart people, people with PhDs and master's degrees. We <laughs> There's like a WeChat um, dialogue thing going on. All kinds of people going, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm smart, damn it. I'm smart and this shit is, you know, <laughs> not working. And so it's, uh, as you, uh, my wife is very extremely intelligent. And so she's, I oh, mean, yeah. dude, she was crying so much that, that, you know, uh, my daughter was crying. My son's crying. Like my son, it, once they got it figured out, he's like nailing it. But then there's like these new directions and everything. And so, you know, when he's, when he sees his mom freaking out, it makes him freak out. And it's oh, like, yeah. man, okay, can we just, if we're going to do this, then let's just open the, the schools back up. You know what I mean? Because this is, um, hey, you know this, what's, interesting what's happening about- is the stuff that they're getting is they're not learning at all while they're on the computer. And so they have to do it after class. And sometimes it goes up until, for some people who have two or three kids at different schools, it's like eight o'clock at night. Oh and these are God. like people going, okay, I have to work too, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, you know what's something new about this whole uh, online classroom stuff? That uh, kids are ditching school by not logging in. It's like yes. my, my wife, she's a, uh, she's a teacher's <laughs> aide. And it's like two of her students aren't there. And it's like, where are they? And the, she's calling them. They're not answering their phones. They won't answer the text. They're ditching like virtual ditching man that's crazy yeah virtual yeah, ditching, you know what man, though they keep track of that yeah when i exactly. was back in in high school and junior high and stuff like that you know it was you would check in or whatever take off and then come back later and they had no idea <laughs> oh so yeah like, yeah i don't think i ever food, went to so like this i don't think i ever went to class like senior year man i mean like you'd go check in at the beginning and then like you go somewhere go back and then check in again you know what i mean but yeah these kids, they're basically a monitor, right? So uh, that's a whole different story. Yeah, you know what? Before I forget, uh, if people are watching, they're wondering what the hell this thing, this penguin holding a, uh, a boom box 
you look at that, it says Hero de Janeiro. This is uh, one of our guys that we interviewed when we were in Amsterdam. And uh, he actually uh, gave me <clears throat> one or two of these to, to put up. <laughs> As you can see, I've got, you know, one or two of them here. Oh, um, I love wheat paste. But I was, I was out last night um, and actually with a teacher, an actual real teacher, a very cool teacher. And um, I just happened to have one of these with me and I, I put it up near where, uh, where we uh, got a piece of. Um, man, you know, that's episode 30, man. If you guys want, the audience wants to go back and listen to uh, Hero de Janeiro. That was such a cool episode it was it seems like not that long ago right but it really it's like episode 30 um and then uh you know the he production told... quality on that one's gonna be interesting <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know what uh it was really interesting inspiring that story man because this was a guy that like had a full broke like all his bones in his body <laughs> and, and he managed to actually like uh um, say you're gonna walk again they're like there's no way you know, so it's such an inspiring story, guys. And, um, you know, I don't think it's that bad, the audio quality on that one. So uh, go back and check it out if you have the chance, man. But uh, those are... Dude, I'm amazed. Didn't we do that off your phone in his backyard, like walking around with that thing? <laughs> well, he was like wandering around showing us his art. And I had to like, be like, hey, man, like we're, we're doing a podcast, right? So, so I was like following him around with my cell phone. But um, but yeah, we didn't actually have like the uh, the studio stuff uh, uh, that time. So... Uh, you know, we go raw, man. But uh, it, it's just cool because he gave you all those pasters and um, you actually managed to get one of those up, huh? Keep this stuff, man. I, I keep, you know, when, when artists give me uh, stuff like that, I, I keep it. I found a mother load. You know, remember the, the stickers I showed you before? Uh, I found like at least that much or more. Nice. <laughs> wow. Hey, that's a nice When I found the others, too, I was like, okay, I, I feel like I have more. I don't, I'm, I, I, I feel like I have more, you know, and yeah, I have more. <laughs> Hey, hey, Teach, hold, hold that up again, just real quick, that pig. Oh, okay. Like, the cutting's, like, really nice on it, too, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, look, look how nice the, the cutting is. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, well, these are just, yeah, it's like these are just pasters, basically. Yeah. These aren't stenciled or anything. Um, so, yeah, know, I mean, they just trust them out. Yeah. That's one thing, the dude is very meticulous. He had, like, all yeah. these refrigerator maggots. And he was just like, had a, like a process where he was just banging them out and he had like a bunch of bags of me go deliver them to stores and get and pick up money, you know? And I love it, was, it too. Yeah. I love it too because he, uh, you know, tags like Amsterdam loves you basically too, you know, you know and that's one of his, uh, his lines. And man. he'll use a picture from another city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Refrigerator like, magnet. You know, it's another city and it says Amsterdam. Dutch, you know, you're looking at a picture of like, Spain or something like that and he goes, Amsterdam loves you. And it's like, oh, get that. It's... That doesn't look like Amsterdam, but it says Amsterdam. <laughs> you hear the doorbell, guys. Uh, dude, I'm really excited for our guest today, man. All right. No, oh, yeah, one of my favorite, man. One of my favorite, Pasty White. And, uh, All right. There he is. Put on your red shoes and Welcome, Pasty. How you doing, buddy? It's been a while, man. It's been a while, hasn't it? Has been. Can you hear me <laughs> hey. good? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. How are you? Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Damn, man. You know, this. I, I remember the last time we got to see you, it was at the office out in Sea of Industry, and, and we got to give you an actual hug, you know? And 
we sat down at the same table and we looked each other in the eyes and, and we, God, we told stories and stuff and it was like, oh, it was real. And now here we are in the, in the cyber world now. Dude, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I, I, I don't know. I'm yeah, that sounds great. That sounds, you know, are you convincing <laughs> I don't know. me or yourself, like, buddy? Come on. Like, aren't you all just in like some limbo? Like there's nothing other than like food. <clears throat> excuse me uh there's nothing to like look forward to it's not like yeah my friend's birthday party this weekend but uh it's a fucking parade the, the birthday party parade car parade you mean yeah <laughs> oh a parade oh boy it's i mean it's totally understandable and like it's like of course living is better than dying you know there's something to be said for that uh but um it's not to just leaves you in limbo doesn't you know the personal contact not having it not having that like uh for me it's kind of like that's a creative thing you know you meet new people it spurs you on and also with other artists i've always felt and i don't mean this in a challenging way but like in a way that's like you know like when you play a horse with a friend of yours and they go h fucker you know you drop one in so like you go back and you're like yeah you know <laughs> oh you know, whatever it is. You, like, you like try to like um, not outdo each other, but perform, come up to level. You know what I mean? And yeah, are, you, are you still getting out on the street and getting out uh, there? And... <laughs> not so much. Every now and then I'm out there. Um, I'm not out there all that much. It's like, uh, I don't know, it gets tiring and I got like a real job. <laughs> <laughs> I you see. also have uh, a, a wife and a kid, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. So tell me what what that's been like with uh, you know with the with the with the virus and having to deal with all of that. Uh, How, what age is your uh, your child? My daughter. My daughter is eleven. I didn't want to give away any, you know, anything that you don't want to give away as far as like you know names or anything like oh, that. Like you know, try to keep people. <laughs> you know, so your daughter. I How old is your daughter? It, it's complicated all the way around. I'm, I'm, I'll just be flat out because I'm flat out with everyone. I'm separated from my wife. I've been separated from her for, and I, we are amicable. They live in San Diego. I go there every weekend. I'm there. Like every oh, cool. Sunday, I'm there with my daughter. And, or just sometimes it's the whole weekend. I stay in the condo they stay in, you know, they live at. It's very symbiotic right now, mm -hmm. still. However, that must be tough, especially with having to go through all the, the things we're supposed to be doing with all the restrictions and everything. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, 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 it, I had, when it first, you know, the first, the lockdown first was, I didn't see her for like eight weeks, maybe a little more, nine weeks. That sucked really bad. Mm. And my oh, daughter yeah. really like crushed under that. That was bad news, you know, like, um, that was just not good. Uh, as, you know, and I'm the, on a kind of fatherly level, I'll say like, this will get you really deep into my personal life. I'm adopted. I have no fucking clue who my parents were. I've dug a little bit and oh my God, the, the details were ugly. It made me stop. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. That's all I of sharing. Hey, dude, you never know, man. You never know. But what matters but, is like, it's what you do with what you have. <laughs> no, I know. But what I'm trying to say is with my daughter, People are always like, I always knew from the beginning if I ever had a child, and it's, it happens still. Who's fucking kidding? You, over here. <laughs> 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 you, this is your kid. 
hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's awesome. Because uh, my, daughter, my daughter's a little fireball, you know, and so uh, uh, she can be quite precocious, as they, they say, and I love it, you know, and uh, like her mother hates it because it's like, that's you, man. That's you. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be a street artist. <laughs> She's out there. That's yeah. good, man. <laughs> Sounds like the kind of daughter that I would like to have. <laughs> yeah, and and she she and I vibe. I beat her to the punch quite often, and I'm always like, I am your father, Luke. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you're thinking. Stop. <laughs> but it's been really difficult with the pandemic. It has, but. Um, I'm kind of one of the safest guys in Hollywood because I work in the industry and I've been working for like the last six weeks. So I get Good. tested every week and I find out like the next day if I have it. Mm. I, uh, I wear a wow. mask. Yeah. Work. Did they stick it's the thing cool. up your nose basically? No, uh, down the throat. But, okay. I got here. I've been, you know, I've been tested. I got tested last week and I got tested yesterday. Oh, nice. Oh, good. One was a spit test, which is gross. And then the other one was a swab up the nose. And man, that one hurts, stuff. right? Man. That one hurts um, so bad. You know what? The, Maybe the, I'm very, a pussy, first dude. I, the very first time I got a uh, nose swab, it wasn't bad. I mean, she only went like halfway. like So it wasn't uncomfortable. But the second time, this guy's up there like, hey, it's going to be 10 seconds. He's uh, jamming his swab up to my brain. Yeah, no, he's, that, that's like, how I'm I felt. in man. my mind. Yeah. Well, frontal lobotomy sounds Yeah, like. exactly. I mean, so immediately, my, immediately my eyes yeah. started tearing up once, he, once she started <laughs> jamming it up my nose. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah, like. That's when they know they nasty. got it. It's nasty. It's nasty. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm not crying. But like, damn, dude, this is like a natural reaction. <laughs> Yeah, and the guy says, uh, he says, if you're going to sneeze, let me know. And I go, why? Ooh. So you can run out of the room? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that could be, uh, that yeah, could be exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, listen, um, Pasty, uh, we, uh, we, we already know you. We've, we've interviewed you before, but just so that our new listeners uh, have an idea, um, let's go back a little bit. Uh, how long have you been, been uh, doing street art? When did you start? Like probably around the same time because I've been listening to a bunch of shows, your shows lately, and Thank around you, about man. the same time, 2011, 2010, you know, somewhere in that range. I'd say it's like fall of 2010, almost 2011, and um, I still get out there. I just did some vandalism yesterday. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's you this shit? When we're asking, you said, "Oh no, man, I haven't done anything in a long time." <laughs> well, you know, you're out and you have a streaker with you, and there's a nice sign, you know. You I've seen a lot of your work, man. I have. I in the a street. streaker. Wait a second, okay. Those of you who don't know what a streaker is, he doesn't have some naked person with him running <laughs> alongside him or whatever. Okay, a streaker is a type of marker that that runs. It's very runny. And if you don't know how to use that thing right, it could be a really bad situation. But if you have the kind of uh, doctor abilities, precision uh, surgical abilities that my buddy Pasty White has, you can do some really cool stuff with it. So anyway, that's a streaker. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, so, you know, you have pens and you, you know, I do my, what I like to call, I know it's kind of bagging on graph, but, but like I do my throwy, I do the freaking pasty head and I write pasty on it. and. 
you know, whatever the year is. I like to put the year on there in Roman numerals. And I've been noticing a lot of people have been doing that, but I've been doing it for a long time. And it's kind of cool because you can always come back to a piece. And when you see it, you're like, oh, that was, fuck, that's been there a long time. Mm, you <laughs> or, know, I got to start looking for that because I recently went to Melrose. Uh, um, Gorilla One Eddie was doing like a mural for his mom. And there was a bunch of, uh, Menso was doing a mural actually. And then I, I did definitely see some fresh pasty white actually out there too. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, the good thing about this show, I think, is like when you actually walk down Melrose and you can literally point out all the vandals, you know what I mean? Like down the street, it becomes like a sense of, hey, these are all my friends. I can imagine them <laughs> going out and, and doing that. You know what I mean? But like I said, it's a different feeling because right now L.A., is the the street art isn't what's uh, making LA looking fucked up right now? You know what I mean? Like, LA is dis it looks like a war zone right now. I mean, the the some of the graffiti writers have just like torn up the entire area by downtown. I mean, if you look at the ten freeway to the one hundred one connection right there, <clears throat> I mean, it's just destroyed, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I live yeah. just east. Yeah, down see, I think it looks nice. Yeah. I mean, it's no. Out of control. It's out of control, man. And, and no, it's cool, though, because what I'm saying is, like, at the end of the day, I think it always, a graffiti kind of reflects, like, the condition of the city, man. I, you know, it's like, how how fucked up is it right now? And, you know, we have a mass exodus right now uh, in, in L.A., man. A lot of people are leaving, man. Good. Um, Good. Get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Love, so, I got some of Pasty's work right you. now. Yeah, we awesome. some of Pasty's work on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you for bringing that up, Richard. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, um, I like a lot. Work. Damn. You got some cool stuff, man. Hey, bring up one of those stickers again, man, because we talked about this last time. Right, and I, right there, see. the white one's right there. The four with the, um, yeah, go down. Go down, a little bit. Uh, down. down a little bit. A little, more, a little bit more. No, right there. Well, the one under it. The one back. under that one. Yeah. The, that one? The one. Actually, uh, I have some right here. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. That. <laughs> those awesome. are from like Earth Day, I think. Those have like earth, good earth messages, I think. Okay, it's on 420. Yeah, it's on Earth Day or 421. It's cool, but I love about these yeah. things to the audience that's watching, man, is like it's an actual like really smooth motion. It's like what he doesn't never lifts his pen unless uh, he needs to, basically, you know. So um, he, you get into this flow. It's like a calligraphy, you know. So I always enjoy that about your work, Pacey. And then um, last time you had mentioned it's also a kind of like a tribute to smear, too, right? So um oh, yeah. or yeah, uh yeah. right so it's it's really cool man that you kind of like uh like we learned about more about your art last time through your show i just want to kind of remind the audience a little bit all right richard mm -hmm. um i think teacher has a, something to bring up um on his screen so yeah cool. bring right. it up see uh i have these uh, yeah. here that uh <laughs> like i said when, when people give me things I, I i hold on to them you know what i mean so uh what you guys just saw on the screen you might think that this looks like the same exact thing, like you had it run off on stickers, like, you know, mass produced, but it's, it's complete. It's a little bit different. And you can tell that each one is hand done and is original. And um, a lot of people don't understand the uh, kind of marksmanship. I would like to call it <laughs> uh, precision marksmanship and precision that is involved in getting something that accurate and clean. Okay. And like, again, and you know, again, 
You know what I mean? So, um, that one's funny. Here comes your man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. When bro. I draw them, when I draw them, they're all different. They, I don't, things just pop into my head. I never been very, I always want it to be hand drawn. I always want it to be like that. I've made, I don't know, a few thousand stickers I pass out. You know, I, I give them out liberally to people. Um, but, uh, um, and that kind of, I'd say that's almost in homage to Smear too. I never want to be like all gross about it. You know what I mean? It's just like, I want it to be a street thing more than anything else. And that's why I always give it away most of the time. You know, I have sold things with that, that face on it, but not, you know, I don't want to industrialize it. And well, but hey, I do love making stickers. And that's the, <laughs> that's the image I, you'll see me throw up with a streaker every now and then. Nice. And also I'll test to that. Pacey gave us some art last time that's actually hanging in my house now, you know, so uh, <clears throat> it's real cool, man. And I always was like, I told Teach, I said, I, it was this um, one of his uh, the 19, you know, the older ads with the girl basically on it. And it had a really nice gradient. And I was like, damn, man, this is like a real nice gradient to teach last time, you know. So just want to let you know, man, like I bought this house since we last talked, actually. And, uh, you know, you got, you, got, you got your place on the wall, definitely, man. Dude, you oh, got me, a man cave inside of a man cave. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. What I always say is that it changes as the light changes, the piece will change. The way the face appears, yeah. the background will come in and out. You'll see different highlights, you'll notice different colors, and like it just that's the way I make it. I do that on purpose, you know. I do it on purpose. <laughs> awesome, man. Like I said, I, I always enjoy it. It's hanging on this big ass wall with a bunch of other paintings, and I always enjoy it as I walk up the stairs, man. So, uh, yeah, you know, definitely, man. So, um, but you know. Yeah. One of the things I, we talked about last time, man, that <clears throat> I feel like we actually we're talking about early on more in the podcast, like kind of classic art artist references and influences and things like that. And I don't think we've talked to anybody more of an expert, I feel, than you, Pasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last time. <laughs> would you agree, Teach? I mean, last time. Very knowledgeable young man. <laughs> It's like art. I really do. And it was something that I, I hesitate to say taught myself. I just kind of went and looked at a lot of stuff. Once I got out of college and I kind of decided that I would always make art depend. It didn't literally, I made a pact with myself that if I don't make anything, it won't matter. I mean, in money and in monetary terms, as long as I make stuff, you know, Oh, I sold that piece to somebody in Oregon. That's a cool piece. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is that uh, is that wood or what's yeah, that? That's a multimedia. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. If for yeah, the audience nice uh, looking right now, there's a really cool piece. Uh, again, it's one of these like kind of classic Americana um, characters from like a, a magazine or something like that, that you've kind of transposed onto a, uh, What's that background, Pasty? Oh, I what? made that background. There's, it's like a, it's a, it's an emulsion, it's, it's an emulsion transfer onto wood that's been mm. painted. That background, background. So that means the image is in reverse, and also then on top of it, that's a projection I painted on there. The little girl, she's from a Clorox ad. She's crying because she has a stain on her dress. Um, and then that fake piece of plastic white bread, and this piece is called white bread and ketchup do you have enough to eat <laughs> yeah, cool. Dude, that is that is like the epitome of multimedia because you've got the the transfer you know the image transfer 
um, which uses a certain, you know, chemicals, uh, I guess, um, what paint thinner no and everything. And, yeah, and then you got the projected, the projected piece on there, which um, was that acrylic or what kind of paint is that used? Yeah, it's acrylic. I use um, acrylic, acrylic. Okay. And then plastic. Then you got plastic bread. And like, that's awesome. But I love the uh, I love the mixture. And one thing yeah. I always really loved, man, is that Pacey specifically said he likes to use like people from like, like this one's a Clorox ad. So like, I mean, I may have seen this ad before, so it already kind of looks familiar. You, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. he said he took like older Americana ones. So it's just like, you have such a distinct style, man. And uh, I always remember you said you liked the pieces a little bit weathered too sometimes, you know? So, um, so like I said, man, it's just, it's just real cool stuff that you're always coming up with, man. Kudos to you. Yeah, those are uh, like 1930s comics from the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah awesome. I have, I have a lot of research material behind me here at the... the yeah, let's, uh, the paste. Can let's you have show us? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, I, can oh, I love that one. Like, all right, I bought that one. There oh, yeah, that's a new one. That I made awesome. that during the COVID. I just made Dude. it. Like, uh, I love the ago. colors, man. Very vibrant. Yeah, yeah nice. that's you know what? Let's do a little quick. I got, like, I got like five of those made up. And that's just, that's a stencil, obviously, but yeah. Which character? Sidebars. So, what, as far as your artwork um, during the COVID, what, uh, yeah. you know? Talk oh, about I made that for a second. Richard, let's bring the uh let's bring it to gallery view again. Gallery? Right. Yeah. Or sorry, I'm sorry, speak uh, I got everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Awesome. All right. I'm back. I All even right. sold that piece with the white bread and cats up over the COVID period. That was for uh Gabba Gallery's show No Pants Required. It was supposed to be a funny piece. So <laughs> I did They had a show uh at Gabba Gallery? It was a as they're doing with everything, an online show. Oh, okay, um, okay. Online show. And, like, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. The other gentleman's name, his name is Ron, right? Richard. It's our producer. I've, I've met you uh, at the uh, at art show, The New you. Deal. Okay. Yeah. There's a really recent image that I put up there from my most recent, like, construction piece, if you had it. It's the last thing I actually made, you know, and it's for Gabba's recent show. Uh, the remix show, benefiting uh, Adopt the Arts. Um, oh, it's this piece I made that looks like a. It's not a guitar. It's a guitar box with a neck, and it's called Alt Country, and it has a pig flying. You can't. You, <laughs> there's a pig flying and a bird. Oh, I see. It. Hang on. I don't know. Let me pull that up. So you, I can show it to the audience. Yeah. Awesome. But that's a cool piece. But anyways, back to you asked me about art. And the reason I know stuff about artists when I got out of school and I decided to be an artist, like literally just wanted, yeah, that's the piece there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's oh, cool. Wow. Dude. <laughs> right, three dimensional. If you, if you scroll. I love you, that. If you can move, you'll see if there's a whole guitar neck attached to it. And yep. yeah, there you go. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and then it has like three different views, a straight on view, that side view with the holes, and then there, the A-cuff rose side, my kind of my favorite side. A-cuff rose, you know how you were talking about um, um, folk music and Americana music and stuff, and how I say the ads, how you thought you knew that girl from some ad because it's really, uh, um, you know, emblematic. Yeah. And 
it's almost like you know the song, but you don't know the song, right? Mm. That's perfect. A Cuff Rose is the first publishing and music producer of like country music, what became known as country music. I kind of mm. know that from the Ken Burns thing, but that makes it look like a <laughs> like a cigar box thing. And if you zoom in, you'll see the pigs flying, no head into the clouds. It's kind of a McGree feel. <laughs> it's pretty well, cool. Well, let's yeah, talk about yeah. country for a second, because obviously you, you're thinking a lot about country music when you're making this piece, man. Well, <clears throat> First of all, I, I love Ken Burns. I love Ken Burns. I'm yeah. like a nerd. I'll sit there and listen to him, like, talk three hours about fucking baseball, dude. Or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, oh, or wow. American Indian yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sit there and just, like, get stoned and, like, sit there and just seriously, like, learn. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, country music, man, I mean – it's interesting that do documentary is really uh, uh, kind of goes through the whole history of country music because it's changed quite a bit, man. What we imagine, Keith Urban, these these motherfuckers <laughs> today, uh, what, what original country music is, you, you know what I mean? It's like a completely different beast, man. And uh, I don't know, Pacey, maybe you want to tell us a little bit about it. <clears throat> well, I'm, you know, I grew up with country music in a sense. That's what my mom listened to. She listened to you know, Buck Owens and, you know, I can't go. I remember Johnny Cash was big for her. And, um, of course, um, man. Love Johnny Cash. Yeah, she does Dax records. And I kind of, that was my first music that I got attached to as a young person. Not that I like became some super fan, whatever, but I just remember it as a kid. And then as I got older, I started to get back into it, but like in a, that outlawy way, you know, I remember the first, I bought a Johnny Cash record in like the early nineties and I brought it back and my roommates were like, what the fuck do you have that for? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man. I mean, you know, it's weird because <clears throat> somebody like Johnny Cash is what I consider country, um, at least the roots of it. You, you know what I mean? Because they live that country outlaw lifestyle, man. I mean, you know, they were, perfor he performed at a prison, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, that Folsom, Folsom prison. Yeah, and so, you know what? Yeah, the if yeah. you ever watch that, a little bit of a pill problem. Cash <clears throat> oh, a lot yeah. of problems. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> yeah, we used to watch Hee Haw all the time too. Saturday night, Lawrence Welk going Hee Haw into Lawrence Welk. There you go. That's. <laughs> I can relate with you on that one, my brother. We did the same in our household. Remember Saturday night, Hee Haw into Lawrence Welk, right? I can handle hee haw. I was like, ah, but then when Lawrence Welk came on, I was like, the fucking yeah. bubbles and shit? Come on. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, man, oh I have no idea God. what the fuck you guys are talking oh, about. Man. I wish I'm I did. I'm going to go to bed now. Good night, Dad. You don't know no Lawrence Welk? Oh, man. Oh, man. No. I, hey, was I mean, that on CBS? Uh, the Lawrence Welk? Was that a CBS show or? I don't know. There's only four channels, so it had to be one yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember sure. what that was. I'm not sure. Okay, so this but is I like. He's like kind of like a like a Ed Sullivan kind of guy or a champagne music. That's what he says, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. He was with, like a big band, with, uh, much big more band. Um, yeah. kind of. Oh God, what he he wasn't he was like an orchestra. He, he was an orchestra leader. Is what he was. That's yeah. he's right. He was but an orchestra he, leader. Yeah. He was known uh, from for Strasburg. And he's known Where's for he North, North Dakota. Well, ah, okay. that's why. Okay, because he had a weird accent, and I always thought yeah, is this yeah. guy from another country or something like that, which. When you're when you're up there, you might as well be from Canada. So, well, he says I mean, he's half American, half German, actually. So, uh, 
I don't know, but he's born in North Dakota. So, I mean, in, well, in 19... Yeah, it doesn't matter Dude, this, he's this... German or whatever. He's born in North Dakota. That's, you know, when they when they talk from there, you know, it's, they got the whole other Canadian thing going on there. Like in Carnival. Oh, holy see? shit. This guy's, yeah. born in 19, this guy's born in 1903, guys. Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, man, don't you know? Back then, it used to We're be old. really, really oh, no. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it up on YouTube one day and just watch, and you will be right. flawed. No, no, I'll have nightmares. I'll have, no, I couldn't go to sleep during that time. Wait, so life. it was I, it was uh, Lawrence uh, Welk and Hee Haw. What, what the fuck? <laughs> right, Hee Haw was. We pull it up. Yeah. But, so I know country music, you know, and I kind of have been getting back into it. And if I could like interject here. Like, I've been listening to what I would consider to be contemporary, real contemporary country music, not, you know, Garth Brooks and blah, blah, whatever. Like Those that, mm. but, oh, no, there's like, a, there's a gentleman by the name of Billy Strings. Billy Strings, it, he's fucking great. That's like really good. Um, I'm taking notes. American Aquarium. American Aquarium's really good. Uh, Jason Isbell, really good. Really like him. You know, so there's a bunch of like kind of, um, uh, contemporary country music that i like <laughs> mm. what about and, uh, i've been listening to chris stapleton I, man i mean it, it's like last year i don't know if that's considered country or is it blues or whatever but i or it's just pop you know what i mean but um it, it, you know i've been digging that i'm always looking for new music so i'm always listening to weird podcasts and just trying to dig stuff up to like definitely here's some new you know. i noticed you have a uh the smith's uh shirt on uh pasty oh here's yeah. where we here's where we got to disagree pasty man oh, I'm, I, <laughs> let's talk about it let's talk we can talk about it We're yeah let's talk smiths are a good band i listen i listen to smiths. a band just, just yeah. a band you know like i know he you know we all get old and become dicks you know? <laughs> Hey, no, Morrissey guess, himself, he had a pretty good uh, solo career, too. Yeah, it was just... Oh, I know. He still yeah. does. Yeah. My college roommate yeah. just played the shit out of the Smiths and Morrissey, and uh, I was just like, shut the fuck up, man. I can't... <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, it's a personal, it's a personal, like, thing, man. You know what I mean? But I was just like... <laughs> But no, How I, to, we know that, James. <laughs> no, but to be honest, it's like, uh, no, but no, I just, I just wanted to sh share that too. Uh, but uh, you know what? Honestly, James, this isn't even a lie. I thought about what T-shirt I was gonna put on. Yeah. And, like, and then I had the, I pull out the Smith. Smith will be good. And then I thought, no, more. This might cause a problem. <laughs> <laughs> No, to be, I, so, like I said, I just heard too much of it at one point in my life. I really did think that. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. And you know what? It's so awesome to hear that you, you've been checking out our shows, man. I mean, um, first of all, like, you know, appreciate that, man. And also coming on our show back as a guest, man. I mean, were there any kind of old friends that uh, you hadn't heard from in a while that were on the show that you, you remember seeing on the street maybe that um, – <clears throat> You know you, that you were kind of surprised to see uh, any of them, man. At where? A on the show, the, any of the guests oh, on the show. On, on the oh, show yeah, I liked, I liked the, the talk with Earl Loop. That was good. You know, uh, and I actually liked uh, when you spoke with uh, uh, Robots Kill out of New York. He was good. Um, well, I can't remember what his name was. Um, Did you ever meet Robots uh, Will Kill? Uh, uh. That's awesome because I, I feel like. 
it's so cool because a lot of people are connected on Instagram and you just enjoy each other's, each other's art a lot of times, you know, we're liking each other's photos. And then it's cool to be like, hey, now there's kind of like, a, I can find out a little bit more about you than, um, you know, just your little captions, right? So that, thank you so much, man, for supporting us always, man. Uh, no problem, no problem. I'm, I'm there for you. I mean, you, you support me by letting me talk and, you know, <laughs> here you are in Pasty Studio, you know, so. Oh, anytime, you man. Right Can you show us what you were talking about earlier? Yeah, here. So my studio is under my house. It's the whole width of my house by like 14 feet, okay? So like, I'm just gonna spin you around. And maybe if I spin this way, uh, no, I don't think I can spin you around. Uh, there you go. So here you go. See, I'm just kind of showing you what's here in the oh, studio. Wow. wow. Serious totally. So. This is the piece that I'm going to give to like that Culver City art school thing, you know, with that B Love's doing. Oh, B yes. Love's uh, was good when you had him on. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Good you guys, check out these and episodes because it's, re it's really, uh, um, like I said, it's nice to know everybody in the circles, you know, you know what I mean? And when we have the event, everybody so, will be able to meet up in person whenever that yeah, is. No, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. Yeah, whenever that is, I, I'll be there. See, I'm just showing you the piles of stuff I have. You know, no, this is very organized, man. Yeah. There's For the my listen picture of Robert Maplethorpe that I talk to all the time. You know, wow. what the fuck am I going to do now, Robert? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Blame it on him. Yeah, no, I don't. I talk to it. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> for, for the what listening audience, do, man, right? we're basically seeing a very, very well organized, uh, oh, and look, there's a lot of, of inventory. Early, early sick kid right there. You see it? On a silver platter. It's not silver, but on a silver, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Early oh, sick kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I bought sick that one for, that? like, yeah, that's a sick kid. You know, wow. but this is like my homage to sick kid. <laughs> and watch this. Watch this. If I open the right drawer. Oh, I love yeah, that that, that one, man. I, see what oh, I got there? Okay. That's a nice one. There yeah. you go. See what I got there? There, and nice, then all nice, the drawers bro. are full of stuff in here. I mean, there's stuff everywhere in my studio. Yeah. Well, you know, I saw I saw a, a Teach collab with you on Instagram here. I, I'll pull it up. I'll show you guys. I saw it. Uh, just like, I collabed. <laughs> so now I'm going to back up. See, no, see, I made wow. this piece over the... Over Dude, the, your place looks uh, like an art gallery. Another. And like over here, look, there's no, the classic a... nerds. Oh, check out these Dick Tracy's I made like a month ago. Oh, those dude. Those are dope. I those are nice. Those. Yeah, those are really nice. Those are kind of small. And then here's how, well, how the big are those? Wait, wait, wait. How big are those? Uh, probably like 10 by 10, something like that. Wow. I've man. seen I've seen that piece on the street. I've seen the Dick yeah, Tracy. Yeah, I've on the done street. Dick yeah. Tracy on the street before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like Dick Tracy. Man. Yeah. One of the reasons here, I'll tell you how big it is right now. It's nine and a quarter by nine and a quarter. It's nine by nine, basically. But nice. I, like right Tracy, there. I like Dick Tracy because um, it's a Warhol reference for me. Sorry. It's a Warhol reference for me. He, one of his early paintings, like hand-painted, was uh, Dick Tracy. You can look it up. Really? I also like mm -hmm. Chester Gould and all the again, characters. Again, we're learning from, from Pasty. Like we told you people, this dude knows about art. Oh, and here, here's the here's the magicians. Do you have magicians? Let's see. Oh, here's a magician that you didn't see. This is a, like an orangey pink one. Awesome. You know? Dude. So, and then you asked about the magazine. Where did the magician the come from? 
don't yes. think you ever told this us. This is just one stack of my life magazines that I kind of been culling through lately. But I think Whoa. I have four or five more stacks like this. So I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. I've got wow. several hundred, you know, probably life magazines. My favorite thing in the studio is the golden horseshoe, which I touched for luck. This was when I cleaned up my studio. This nice. was um uh this was here because uh whatever there used to be a barn next to my house and i would assume in 1929 when my house was built they really did have a horse or a mule that pulled their wagon up the hill wow. so i bet you that came from that so when i cleared everything out that was one of the few things i left that i painted gold and you know how we were talking nice. about my daughter this is her heights over the years oh wow <laughs> that's amazing i love that man you know? we're seeing all the marks and on the so, wood basically know, i just have stuff everywhere See, little Ricky's in here. I could show you a present little Ricky made for me. Little Ricky made me this city drawing. He made me that, you know. Oh, you got to see outside, too. See, and then you Dude, step this is like a museum. You've got this place set up so well. I mean, it feels like you're, you're walking through a museum. It's like in a pasty factory. <laughs> pasty factory. <laughs> I like that. So that's my patio. I can always nice. escape out there and... And that's where I spray paint and shit, you know, like I can make a mess out there and nice. not have to worry about inside here. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's my studio. Wonderful. Dude, thank, thank you, you for man. showing us. That is, that's one of the good things about the Zoom thing. You know, I mean, it's it's impersonal as hell. And, and you know, luckily we've had a good connection with you. It hadn't done that whole thing where you're like, eh, 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 eh. Oh, but, no, um, you know, at least we get to see the, the studio. Um, and thank you so much for, uh, yeah. for showing it, dude. More than welcome. I figured it would happen. It's it's the best place to uh, um, do an interview. I've done my Zoom calls down here. I like this whole beam that projects. Oh, dude, I was just going to say the wood. lines mm -hmm. are, are you know intersecting up there and everything is beautiful. The one Good of you were talking about how I draw and frame. It's that's the, one of the hardest things is how you frame something within the shape itself, a square, a circle, how it weighs inside that frame, because the frame determines how lines move within the piece. Mm. So, how, you know, you've heard the classic that the diagonal line is the active line, you know, so the frame affects how I would say fast that diagonal line moves across from foreground to background in a piece. And, um, uh, if you can play with that, with the shape, you know, and if the shape is a little misshapen, it's going to affect how a line moves in there. And I work again, like I said, in the business, this is what I do. I make pictures, <laughs> man. You, you know, I, yeah. I, I've uh, actually never, you're, you're a technician. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I've actually it's... never thought about it that way, Pacey. So thank you for sharing that, man. And you know, I was just going to say sometimes, it's not even uh, art until you put a frame around it, right? So, <laughs> so a lot. Well, I mean, so I was just—I'm having flashbacks of being in art school, man, and, and some of the stuff that I learned back there. And, and it's just like—he's—he's he's right on. He's, uh, you know, the the active lines and, and the framing and everything. Um, yeah. And it's awesome because you know a lot of artists just don't even think about the framing. It helps to understand it's just like when the street, you know, it's placement, the framing, the placement yes. is the framing, you know, and a lot yep. of that is organic and like what's around it and what colors are around it and what other, what the, all kinds of stuff, you know? 
So if you study that, you can get very good at it. That was a comment that I picked up from, um, I think it was Earl talking about pasting with Shepard Fairey's guy. And there he's like, you know, not pasting near anybody else and like how it looks, how it's framed on the wall and stuff. You know, uh, the gentleman who passed, I wish I could remember his name. He said that he passed, I think. Um, 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 he was Shepard Fairey's paster, basically, you know. Oh, oh yes, Stewart, yes. Michael Stewart. Stewart, thank you. I just know it, only know the name from the, that interview. Um, but that's sometimes like when people say that, I'm like, yeah, exactly, exactly. If you can't just, it really helps if you pay attention to those things, you know. It seems uh, inconsequential how big the frame is or what shape it is in a sense. Oh, I'll just draw my butterfly in it. Where does the butterfly fall within that space? It's going to make the space fall forward or backwards. And how, is it on the ground and large or on the ground and small? And does the sky come down at it or does it come, you know, it changes it all. This is what you learn, you know, and you, how you apply it is your own business. <laughs> exactly. It's all in the composition. Like I said, you are a true technician. And, and every time I see one of your pieces on the streets, it is well framed. Yes. And that's, you know, now that I'm thinking about it and we're talking about the framing, um, that is one thing that I can uh, absolutely uh, confirm is that every time, every time I've seen one of your pieces, it has been well framed. And that's what gets you attention. You can, that, that will yeah. score you more attention than a thousand pasters. That one in a good yeah. spot where eyeballs will hit it at the right level. To, you got it. You're down. You know what I mean? That's all you need. Get in, get out, and don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't do any grandstanding. Yes, there's a lot exactly. Of, there's a lot of grandstanding these days just because, like, you know, some people have permits. Like, you know, I, have, I, I do have a permit. To get up on the on the traffic signal cabinets they're called uh but just for one in downtown la you know so if a cop does stop by just kind of flash that thing in a nice plastic sleeve and he's like oh you know um but one thing i do make sure is that when i'm done uh, you know if i'm going to take a picture get it done as soon as possible and then get the hell out of there because you never know when there's going to be the neighborhood vigilante and the neighborhood vigilante a lot of times is worse than the police, you know, because he's already got them on speed dial, you know, and he's got you on the camera and everything. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm like, yeah. calm down, buddy boy. It's yeah, okay. just, my hands. You know, do you have permission? Permission for what? <laughs> I saw a video once where there was a guy, and as soon as this guy would slap a sticker on and the artist, this guy would come along with the scraper and, like, scrape it right off immediately. It was following yeah. him around, and the guy could not get anything up. Well, <laughs> you got to live the guy, man. No, actually, I saw this one. Um, I got a feel for that guy, man. I mean, the guy's scraping the, the stickers. What kind of life does this guy have? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there was a, it's cow. on YouTube. There's a video. It's like a documentary. <laughs> actually, I saw this one. Um, let me hold it up to the camera, actually. I saw this one. Actually, this is really funny, actually. Um, I saw this guy. Glare. Can't see it, James. Make it so we can see it now. There you can see it. As he was okay. putting, shout out to one good hombre. Actually, he has a Trump sticker. He's doing it in a in a. Um, he pasted on the Republican. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what I mean. And then so he's pasting, and this old man is like, 
saying to him, where, where were you educated? Where were you educated? You know, he's pulling all the Trump stickers off. So I just thought it reminded me of uh, what you guys are talking about, basically. So <laughs> Trump man's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Yeah, you stupid kid. God, what are these eggshell <laughs> fucking stickers? Holy shit, man. Every little piece is coming off. <laughs> God, just like, let, let's let it be. It's the street, man. It, it might as well street jungle, jungle street. People are going to fuck with your shit. And that's just the way it is, you know what I mean? And that's the thrill you get when it lasts, when it stays there, when the neighborhood says, hey, don't fuck with that piece, you know? Like, that's when that happens, that's the best thing in the world, you know? Like, but other than that, yeah. Pasty, that's easy for you and I to say now after about 10 years of doing what we're doing. But when you first got started, like the first time you saw one of your pieces jacked up, tell me about how you felt. Oh, I felt like, motherfuckers, <laughs> you know? But I used to do, like, a couple times I did some creative things where, like, somebody tagged across the, like, I used to, I pasted up that dog image a lot, right? And they mm -hmm. tagged right across the front. And I just came back and just drew in the lines, the black lines, so that their tag danced through the dog face, you know what I mean? Or I, I'd come back and I'd use what they shit on to, like, make my next piece look cool, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just... Whatevs, you know, it's all. How long do you think it yeah. took you to really develop a good thick skin? Oh, took me took me a few few years. A long time. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't an easy thing. We like, like to say, fine. oh, you know, it's fine. You know, it's on the streets. That's what's happening in yeah. the streets. You know, but if man, if it's been less than a day, yeah, it's like no, nobody. Yeah, that like, thing was only up for four hours. It was up yep. for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen, come right back, you know, trying to get like your photo, you know what I mean, in the daylight, and it's just Perfect like, light, yes. and you're just like, it makes you want to cry, all right, but <laughs> even now it makes me want to cry, but like, eh, it's just paper, you know, it was five minutes out of your life, maybe, for me, because I'm not standing there with a can or nothing, I'm just pasting away yeah, just just go put up another one you know yeah exactly <laughs> so i'm pretty good at it now like i don't even i don't know if i remember well, well, wait a second your your pasters that you put up each one of those are originals right that's correct yes that's okay. correct each one i want to make sure people understand that also um yeah you know a lot of people do pasters they they do like a mass you know uh copies of them you know and they go and they paste them all over the place but um, each one that, that Pasty puts up is, is an original that he does at the house in the studio and then takes out and puts up. So there is uh, much more respect given to those rather than the, the mass-produced ones that are the same. And I remember you said you I, just yeah. get into a float, too, and you have a stack of, like, stickers, and then you just kind of do them one by one, man. I, I always love the, uh, the create, learning about the, you know, the creative process about it. So, like I said, last time our conversation was just – so awesome that's why we were like hey man we gotta have pasty back this week you know <laughs> <laughs> no i really appreciate it it's great to talk to you guys because hell yeah i live in my little bubble i don't really especially now how we were talking about earlier i don't see a lot of art artists or you know i'm not out and about you don't run into people like you used to and and um it's just nice to talk with you know somebody who's interested in what i do you know uh, you do you do a lot of gallery stuff too right i've seen i've seen uh your stuff on Instagram or you do a lot of gallery shows too? Most of the shows I do are with GABA. They're like, I, you know, I'm, I don't have, I have an affiliation with them. I don't have any contracts or anything with them, but I am like kind of a, you know, local 
GABA gallery artist. I'm in most of the shows, you know, any group show. I usually am invited to be in that show, which is really nice of them. It really gives me a venue for like all those construction pieces you saw, like the guitar. And there's, I got a bunch back there. If you go thin, the, you know, white bread piece, you know, so. Um, for those of you uh, who are not following uh, GABA gallery, uh, please do. They're on Instagram as GABA gallery. And uh, Jason Ostro, a uh, personal friend of mine, is, uh, you know, he's, he's becoming a stalwart. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really like how he does the themed group shows. Uh, it makes it a lot more interesting for people coming in to, to look at the artwork. Um, and he just keeps going, you know. He's, uh, he's been there quite a few years now. Um, like, what, four? How many years now has he been there? Four or five. I want to say... 2006 maybe 2000 no 2016 2015 maybe something like that i don't know i forget oh and there's their they have a website too gabagallery.com simple enough yep. was that their online show the, okay yeah online based humor art show interesting man yeah that yeah, was back probably in so, may. that Damn, show's over that show's over but yeah, yeah i was show showing. a lot of galleries and i'll always pass stuff to galleries if i get a chance it's just a different venue i also do kind of a a lot of times a much more uh shall we say artsy fartsy kind of art <laughs> when i put it in the gallery you know it's not it's not just me ripping off stencils and you know it's like it's like the piece we talked about the that guitar is piece so the banjo piece right it's, Basically, it's super... I look at pieces like that could go in just about anybody's home and and fit in you know what i mean from modern homes to uh <laughs> Spanish, I mean, whatever style home you have, um, I, I, uh, when I see your pieces, I see that they could fit in with just about any home, and that's, that's actually really smart. And it's cool, too, because you, like you shaped it like a banjo, and I'm like, I have, it's like you have Dude, instruments that's my hanging. my favorite piece that I've seen of yours. I, I, I love a lot of your work, and there's very few pieces you do that I don't like, but Dude, that, that guitar uh, with the, the, the flying pig and everything, that's that's my all-time favorite of, of all your pieces. Two things about that piece is, is one, it's kind of interesting we're talking about country. The title of that piece is Alt Country. Alt Country. Alt all Country. And if you look at the front, it's all, it's like straight up like country because it's that pig and the little house and there's like growing plants that go back to the American flag, you know? Um, but if you go to the side where it says the rebel and you get the holes through it and you see the thing and when light comes through, it's a whole different story. It's not Man, that. I love that. I love that you put so it's, much thought It's literally it. from a different perspective. It depends on the perspective. Can you zoom into that, Richard? That you, uh, um, that you look at this piece. Mm, go control. Nah, that's what I was, another one of their pieces. Why you really, like, really like it. <laughs> Thank <Or> you. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but was the this, other uh, thing I would say about that piece is when I make something like that, you see how it looks like suspended on the walls if it's floating? Floating, that, yes. It's that difficult is, to yeah. do to really uh -huh. make that happen, to really engineer that and make it work out. And also um, that, uh, oh shit, um, the, it, oh fuck, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, um, just the three views and oh it won't fall apart that's where i was going it will not fall apart that you know how the pig looks really bucket in there and, yeah uh, that, that motherfucker screwed in there with a fucking umbrella bolt you can't pull that fucker out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like 
the shit is screwed and glued down like nobody's business. You can swing that thing uh, upside down and it will not come apart, you know? Dude, that so when is I think awesome. something like that, I do that on purpose so it'll survive. Because I see a lot of artwork of this ilk oh, that I'm mm -hmm. like, that shit's right. gonna fall apart five yep. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There have actually been like real expensive art pieces in like top end museums that have fallen apart. <laughs> Somebody just comes oh, and yeah. sneeze, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, not long ago, some idiot. Was it a uh, was it an Italian museum and sat on the toe uh, of a of a museum sculpture? You hear about that, uh, Pasty? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, great! Here, get it, get it, get a shot of me right here. Okay, it's like. <laughs> I went to the Guggenheim once back in the right 90s. here, August fifth, an Austrian tourist. Uh, I'm pulling it up. I'm, I mean, uh, just an Austrian tourist. Uh, Austria, of course, is accused of breaking multiple toes off a statue. <laughs> nice, man. Did you see the one that was like all little sculptures on pedestals, right? And you could kind of walk through them. There was a fair amount of space, but you know they were close. And the lady just wiped them all out like dominoes. Bam! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I need that picture. Trying to get that impressive. No, no, she just wasn't paying no attention. They had it on video, and it was like, oh, fuck. It was your worst nightmare. Um, I, I go to museums a lot. Well, I used to when you could go to museums. And uh, the, wor the worst part is, is when you're in there, and somebody's with their kid, and they're like, looks like you could do that, Betty. You know? <laughs> ah, you're like, shut up. We're looking at a fucking Jasper Johns here. You couldn't do that. Get the fuck out, you know? <laughs> or like, uh, I walked up the ramp at the Guggen Guggenheim for a uh, Klaus Oldenburg show. And the early part of the show, the lower ramp was all, <laughs> was all fucking, um, you know, his soft sculptures, pies and phones and fans and stuff. And each one up the ramp, this these two old ladies in front of me, what do you think this looks like, Mary? I don't know. It kind of looks like a dog, you know? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's a piece of pie, you idiot. <laughs> Art critics. Yeah, well, if someone sees Cy Twombly or something like that, and like, oh, come on, yeah. I can do that. I just, you just go like this with, with a pencil. Yeah. Just, like this with just a pencil. cupcakes. Just cupcakes. You just painted cupcakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Dude. Okay. Yeah, man, I love uh, you always bring so much knowledge and, and uh, apply it in a humorous way, man, because, you know, you got to admit, a lot of the art types, you know, people who claim to be experts, right, um, you know, they're super dry, man. I feel like they kind of purposely keep it that way. So <laughs> to, to keep uh, some people out of the scene, you, you know what I mean? So um, I was just looking at what I call my favorite painting in Los Angeles. It's at the Getty Museum. It's James Enser's Christ Entering Brussels, right? And Ooh. I don't know why it came up. Somebody, my friend and I were talking art, and I brought up Enser, and I talked about this painting. I go, ooh, and he brought it up on his phone. I go, ooh, zoom into the corner up there. See up there, up there, up there, up there? See the three axes? And he's like, yeah. And I go, you know what those three axes are? He goes, no. He goes, oh, look at this face. And it's like this grotesque face vomiting over the balcony, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Enser's art group. And you see what those three axes are? Those, those are the, those symbolize his group. They were the symbol for his group. And then you go to the left a little bit and he goes to the left and there it is, the ass taking the shit next to the face vomiting right by the sign for his art group. <laughs> Man, I'm taking a look at this picture right now. Yeah, Richard's bringing it up too. 
This is a. I'm sorry, but like what, that's my favorite this? painting in Los Angeles. No, please tell it's us wow. what is the story behind this. Um, yeah. Well, James Spencer was a little kind of um, reclusive, lived with his mother, you know, kind of freak guy. But he uh, did all these paintings like this here, and this one here. 1889. Um, oh, I see it. I see exactly what you're talking about, even though it's tiny. Yeah, up in the upper left-hand corner, yep, if you zoom yep. in on it. Yep. And these are all officials from um, Brussels. That he's, and part um, of the X's are covered. Yes, exactly. But you see, right, he's representing his art group there. They were like some sort of outsider art group. And it's supposed to be kind of like the Peter Bruegel, you know, the, oh, the humanity, you know. Um, it also has a lot of, if you look at it, you'll see like impressionism in it. Think Toulouse Lautrec and stuff, if you look at mm. the faces. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. Totally. And, uh, uh, and it's actually depictions of many people from Brussels, like officials from Brussels. And that, that skeleton face down in the lower left, they always, you see that one a lot in postcards. Yeah, oh, yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, just my favorite painting. And it's like thick, you know, it's not, you can tell, it's not just, you know, a bunch of Daiso markers that drew this. <laughs> no, no. There's a lot of effort that went yeah, into you that. Can, and yeah, you definitely see the a lot of there. things that are going on in there. And it's quite large. It's probably a good, I don't know, maybe nine feet by nine feet, 10 feet by wow. 10 feet, if not bigger. Say how big it is. It's quite big. And what it depicts actually is Palm Sunday in Brussels because huh. it's uh, Christ entering, you know, and it's, that's kind of the commentary of it is, oh, the humanity kind of thing. Like this is a religious event and look at how grotesque and disgusted and just kind of, <laughs> you know. You know, I love this painting. I like this painting simply because there's so much to look at. I mean, you know, I mean like- you on see, the You're gonna see something different every time you look at it. And it's like, yep. you, you can kind of figure out what's going on. And it's like every single person, I mean, you could tell they didn't just have a generic, you know, copy and paste, kind of like a general face, you know? It's like, there's, no. there's, there's, like, there's, like there's Jesus right there. Yep. 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 There he is. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo That's on this funny. thing, man? Where's Jesus? I don't see him, man. man. <laughs> Yeah, and that's kind of funny. That's oh, okay, like, I see. Yeah, I think that's another point is that you can't even see where Jesus is in this thing. The most mm. holy person among all these ugly sinners, where the hell is Jesus? Yeah, he's kind of got he gets lost in the crowd, you know, kind of. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like, yeah. what's Jesus matter? That dude on a donkey back there? Well, yeah, <laughs> basically with the framing and the colors and the, and the design and everything, they've taken the the center of focus and colors off of them. They put the right. The brighter colors and the more you know eye drawing areas away from him. Well, funny, I think my... about just religious painting in general before this. You know, um, earlier, probably a couple centuries though, because I think this is eighteen eighty something when he painted this. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, yeah. but like earlier religious painting, you know, the gods are the biggest fucking thing in there, and people are tiny. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There, you know, and it's it's like this is totally opposite. The people mm. are ruling, and Jesus is hiding out back there somewhere, like in this crowd of sinners. You know, it's interesting it's because so like much. when I first saw this painting, I was like, "There's so much going on. I don't even know what's what to look at." And then my my immediate uh, drawn was to that clown in the right corner wearing the uh, the polka dots. I think it's a clown, right? And I don't know. It's, oh, just, yeah. it's just really interesting because um, 
Uh, I don't know if you can see it on the screen, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it just seems like it's not, it just seems like he doesn't really <laughs> fit so inside there. this whole thing. You know what I mean? But uh, like, but, um, but like I said, there's just a, and then the more you look at it, there's more of these characters that look like, wait, they don't really belong here too in this era or something like that. So um, yeah, really, and thank you for sharing this with us, man. This is why I, I love talking to Pacey, really man. The, the little bit of research that I know about it is that there, the, many of the people are real people of the time. You know, like uh -huh. if you went in, they would say, oh, that was the bishop or that was the mayor. Because I think that guy up on the right is the mayor of Brussels with the white sash on and stuff, oh, if yeah. I recall. Yeah, so those who um, used uh, palette knives to paint it too. Palette yeah. knives, spatulas. Oh, okay, you know the paint is thick. Yeah. I love it when it's thick like that. Yeah. yeah, it's very agitated. When you see it in person, like here, it looks very flat. But if you yeah. go to the Getty and you see it, the surface, like, kind of, like, you know. Oh, is, I like, can tell by the picture. Yeah, you see the texture. Yeah, you can see the texture. I can tell by the picture. They caked on there. Yeah. Here we. If if you're you gotta use the oh that's what's cool I love that band leader dude he looks pure evil right there yeah um, absolutely the, we can do a podcast um, on this painting alone if uh, if, dude, if yeah the correct word the correct word for that thickness you know the word right teacher impasto oh yeah alla prima <laughs> impasto <laughs> no <laughs> that was an Italian joke right there right <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, that's awesome, man. Dude, I love this because last time we got in a great oh. conversation about uh, Ed Hopper, you know, and uh, we we like really, I've never heard anybody break down, you know, the Nighthawks uh, um, painting like that before, man. I'm telling you, Posty, Posty, Pacey, you should have a, <laughs> you should have a podcast, man. Like, you, you know, I mean, just take a painting and seriously. Yeah, yeah, hey. The only reason yeah. why he remembers that is because he's looking at the, the episode and he's looking at what we talked about on the episode there, okay? Because <laughs> there's no way I would ever remember exactly what we talked about. I, I remember we talked about some incredible stuff, but... Uh, what it was about that, I, I listened to the first podcast with you and I thought it was very informative. Really the the Nighthawks yeah. is a great painting. That's at the Art Institute in Chicago. If you ever get a chance to go to Chicago, go to the Art Institute. The Art Institute has like really a kick-ass collection of artwork they really do yeah I, um, I love that man like last time uh you, you know all these conversations but the bad thing is that we can't go to museums right now pacey you, you know what i mean yeah i'm not gonna go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what the next time i do go to the getty which you know as soon as it opens and it's possible i mean I, I try to go there every once in a while anyway uh, I, I'm going to make a point of seeing that painting, man, because I'm obsessed. I am now obsessed with that, uh, with that painting. Yeah, we, made a, cool we, painting. Made, we made a clip last time of uh, Pacey talking about the, the Nighthawks painting. Um, that, that's one of the reasons why I remember it, Teach, because uh, um, I, I can't remember who did the clip. It might have been Franklin. Uh, but anyways, whoever did the clip, shout out to you, man. But they put together kind of a clip and si slide of a, a lot of things that Pacey was talking about. So that's why I do remember uh, those conversations, man. But um. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. been uh, it's been parodied a lot. You uh, Nighthawks. Yeah, 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 definitely. Star Wars and like uh, you know uh, Marilyn Monroe or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly like we were talking, James. The reason it's parodied is that yeah. everyone knows the tune. They can yeah. hum it immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. it's one of those. You know, it's like Grant Woods. 
American Gothic again at the Art Institute. Um, you know what? Speaking of that, actually, I learned something recently that that is not his wife. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's not. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like it's supposed to be like uh, you know, everybody knows American Gothic, the old man and the carrying the pitchfork, standing with uh, what yeah, appears to be up. his wife, basically. Yeah, if you pull it up, the crazy thing is like that's actually his daughter, and then they they just made it look kind of like seem like um his wife so i mean everybody that's kind of looking at that paint, painting we automatically go that's a husband and wife you know you know what i mean but damn man people look old as fuck back well that depends on where you're from you know <laughs> yeah. some of us look at that and automatically we just knew but, it. that's his girlfriend right there, there you go. that's what that's the kind of intrigue you want to put in your art and not tell anyone when you do stuff like that and you 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 do that in your artwork it gives it this other that's why they look so weird together see how they they don't really seem connected well you know like okay it's husband and wife they're on a farm they never screw you know what i mean like yeah they <laughs> daughter <laughs> but and you know that that house too that's a real house back there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's uh i think uh people visit it all the time it's still around but nobody if you put that in there and don't tell people that, then people free associate. They start to like make their own connections. They think it's wife. Why do they don't not seem so comfortable with each other? And all that is is the tension of, well, it's his daughter. You know, that's where that tension's coming from. You know, yep. it's not his wife. And that's that's something that you can't just make up. You know, and that's what probably makes the piece have the life that it does. You know that question you know it's like when you go to a play most plays unless they're fucking guys and dolls when you leave the play they leave you a question so like when you're out having dinner and you're talking to whoever you saw the play with like well would you kill them would you have killed her you know what i mean well what are you doing you know <laughs> so man i love with a piece of art they want you to like think about it they want yeah. you to see that tension they want you to they know you're going to assume it's his wife but they want that there that's what makes the art cool you know without saying anything at all i People love that actually use their mind a little bit <laughs> you have to you can't spell it out i hate people who paint apples and then write apple under it no shit fucking apple <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. Great I, agree. I agree Jesus. you know what i mean like yeah. just paint apple i get the idea it's an emoji <laughs> remember yeah you gotta let people think a bit you know, and figure it out. You can't just yeah. like give it all away. Let's you know? not be hating on other artists. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not hating. You just, it's something that you see people who are not. Hey, I do it too, man. Art. I do it too. I just, I, I try to uh, not do it to <laughs> where people can hear me. <laughs> you know what, though? I love, I love all artwork. Takate number two. I'm gonna... Tecate. We love nice. that, man. We love the color and everything, bro. No, I know. At the end, man, I love talking to Pacey, man. He gives like you should honestly, man. You should have a podcast. I mean, like you could just sit there talk about a painting for like four minutes. You know what I mean? Because Dude, we're already gone over an hour. Can I talk about the A and the Apple thing? The only reason I talk and I'm vehement about it is that I've done it, and then I've looked at it and go, duh. You know, like you, you know, you learn. I've done it. You know, but I. I have done it. It's just you gotta get you gotta move forward. You gotta let people think. Is really my point. Love it, man. I think that's a great place to to leave it, man. Because we are over an hour, man. And again, okay. right. Tasty Y dropping some uh, 
dropping some knowledge, man. And this, I, this feels weird because a lot of times the guests that come on, we haven't really had them in the studio. You know what I mean? Whenever there's a guest that we've had in the studio, we can't be, you know, we should be enjoying beers and things like that, right? So again, I heard you commit today that when we come back, that for our uh, for our party that we're all gonna you know when it's COVID friendly right we're gonna all meet up and then uh, let everybody meet up man so uh, I can't wait for that I'll man seriously stickers, you know. yeah we gotta get nice we gotta yeah. use some paint the town podcast cool. stickers too man uh, you you seen oh, those yeah. before right hell yeah yeah we gotta yeah, yeah. We gotta hand some of those out man those those uh those stickers from yeah, RX yeah. man a master dude I give them those people and they they feel the the screen print on there they're like fuck this isn't printed you know what i mean so i mean not 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 digitally you know what i mean so again man thank you pasty dude it's been a great conversation man and uh again we're gonna have to invite you back again you, you know i mean obviously you're gonna be a regular on the show obviously so um thank you so much man and uh anything well, you can have here here we'll have the little show like you can have me back and i'll bring out some piece of not my artwork some well-known artwork We'll put it back there. I'll get a little screenshot of it, and we'll talk about it. I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be cool." Yeah. Hey, awesome. you know what? We'll, we'll do like a. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, 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 a segment is born. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll make some uh, cool intro music for next time you come on, and then you, you know what I mean. Art history with Pasty White, man. I love that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Man. <laughs> An air hug. Like that. Yeah, air hug, Pasty. Like, you can bring the picture up and. We'll talk about it. You know? Hell yeah, It'll man. <laughs> Professor Pasty, right. man. That's, that sounds like a great idea. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Pasty. Appreciate Thank you, man. Pacey. Thank you so much. Thank you, bro. Take care. Have a great night. The Talk audience love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Later.